0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Belly up to the bar. Going to be a short one, but I want to talk about last night's game, Houston at Carolina. It was a fun one to watch. And part of it's because I'm just super excited to see, you know, football and see these guys and pads and all that good stuff. But we didn't see Cam Newton uh we saw Keekley and JJ Watt I think they, they both just played one series but both are top 5 defensive players in the league returning from serious injury that was great to see we saw Watson we saw McCaffrey two extremely high profile rookies so i enjoyed this game a lot um the first series and and first of all we're going to have a lot of preseason talk of the next couple weeks but Let's not look too much into it. I mean, these, these coaching staffs did not game plan for each other. They don't do that for a while. And when they do, it's not even the same as in the, you know, the regular season. Um, so you kind of just look at individual performances. Who did well, some, some themes, some trends, a couple news and notes. Um, the, the really the only time we saw ones versus ones when Houston had the ball was the first series. And Savage started behind center. And the Texans were just totally overmatched. And now, I don't want to overreact to that. But I'm really excited about the Carolina front seven. And I'm really worried about the Houston offensive line. I have been for a while. KK Short, uh, basically at two sacks. I mean, in, in three plays. And just pushing people around. Total stud. Keekley made a great play. Shot a gap. Read it perfectly, as he does so well. I thought Savage held the ball too long. I thought their offensive line was totally outmatched. Um, again, this is one series, but if these teams were to play in the regular season, I think that would be a massive advantage for Carolina's front seven. Um, on that second drive, Oh, I wonder one other note on that, and that from that front seven was we didn't see a lot of it again, but I think that Carolina is going to kind of buck a trend. You know, we're seeing people play with more or fewer pure linebackers on the second level. But I think Carolina is going to play a lot of sets, even against you know three receivers, four receivers, with Shaq Thomas and Thomas Davis flanking Keekly. because these three are just really good players. And there was one play, and I don't, it was obviously very early in the game, where those guys just clamped down in man coverage against tight ends and running backs and slot receivers, and were just plastered. Um, they're so good in coverage, whether it's zone or man that's going to be a real advantage for this group is Shaq Thompson's a total stud athlete. Who's going to be a breakout candidate. So I think we're going to see a lot of three linebacker sets and boy, it's going to be hard to run on those guys out of three wide and those type of things too. So that's something to really watch. I'm excited about this Carolina front seven. As I said, Calvin Benjamin really noteworthy here. Um, Had a nice catch. It was 15, 16, 17 yards or very early on the first drive. Nice stiff arm, violent stiff arm. Got to pick some stuff up after the grab, but his touchdown grab was awesome. I mean, his touchdown grabs is Sports Center stuff. I mean, it's a highlight film. Go up and get it, be big, you know, great body control. That was really impressive. Um, Vernon Butler, we don't know uh, as of noon here on Thursday what's going on with him. There'll be an MRI today, but he had. What appeared to be a serious knee injury, you could tell that he thought it was. He was screaming and, you know, obviously pissed off. But then, you know, just just watching as an observer, he's walking around on the sidelines. They're icing it. But, I mean, my hunch is it's not super uh, uh, serious or they would have done more, you know, on game day. But there's been a lot of really good buzz around him. I liked him a lot coming out of school. So, Butler's injury is something to note. I mean, it would be a big blow to them. Uh, Anderson only played the first quarter. Um, same with Savage. Watson entered in the second quarter. Right off the bat, I thought it was noteworthy that they were no huddle. You know, th- I thought that was a promising sign that he must have a pretty good firm uh, feel of things. But overall, and things I'm reading today and a lot of tweets last night were, boy, Watson's first go round was really impressive. And I, I didn't think so. I-, I thought he bought time well. Uh, obviously, that was a Big contrast to Savage, but I thought his accuracy was very poor from Watson. And what I mean by that is not necessarily how many did he complete, but a lot of the ones that he did complete, and a lot of them were short, his his receivers had to work too hard for. You know, I mean, throwing it behind them, over their head. Over their head was a a trend. Flat out missing people, especially the further he went downfield. I thought his accuracy was poor, and I feel like I'm the only one that that saw that. But... Um, rarely did he hit the guy in the numbers or where the ball needs to be. His ball placement was very poor. Um, My takes on McCaffrey, um, there's obvious speed, quickness, speed to the edge, playmaker, feel for the game, uh, almost all positive gains when he touched the ball. uh, Has some slasher to him as well. But I will say he looked little to me. (laughs) He looked smaller to me than he did in college, and maybe it's just an optical illusion or the people around him are a little bigger, but he just looked kind of leaned, not big-boned, you know, like a thin neck and just not didn't look like a banger at all. Not that he is and are expecting him to, but he almost looked more like Reggie Bush than I expected. Um, exciting player, there's no doubt. I'm interested to see how they use him. Um, I also noted that the coverage teams and, in general, they took a terrible penalty. Houston special teams get a D minus grade, and they were probably the worst special teams in the league last year. Um, something I was paying extra attention to, and then two other names to mention are Bird, the the wide receiver who kind of stole the game. You know, once the twos and threes came in, had the biggest day of anyone. He had a fifty yard touchdown. He had a couple other catches, including another touchdown. He's a fast guy that they could use. I mean, uh, 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 I'm not saying he's Ted Ginn, but maybe if he's your third or fourth receiver, depending on what happens with Samuel, uh, he, he brings a big play element that Funchess and Benjamin don't have. So that's interesting. You know, Joe Webb was obviously looking his way a lot. And I also thought that the second-round pick from Houston, I noticed Pro Football Focus gave him the game ball, uh, Zach Cunningham. Uh, Had a real big day, too. I mean, he had a lot of tackles. He was around the field a lot. Really strange body type on him, too. Kind of like, you know, I mentioned that with McCaffrey, that you see him at the NFL level. He's real angular, thin-waisted. I'm interested to watch him going forward, though. But I would imagine he's going to start pushing Cushing and those guys, and we'll see how their inside linebackers shape up. But both these front sevens are really good. Um, I'm really excited about Carolina this year. I think they're a contender. I think they're a team that people are sleeping on.